Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Gag, a spoof cast where I, Joshua Simon, discuss our greatest nostal- nostalgias. I'll cut that out. Our greatest nostalgias and our favorite episodes of Scooby Doo with some of my ghoulish gal pals. And today I have a very special guest. They are a playwright of <clears throat> such great works as Goodnight Tyler, most recently seen in Atlanta. In Atlanta. In yes. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know them, you love them, and if you don't, you're about to. It's BJ Tyndall. Hello. Hey. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for testing out this new format with me. I'm, oh, yeah. of course, recording remotely because obviously we are. Right. Um, how have you been? How have you been doing self isolating? You know, um, I've been doing okay. I, um, it's funny, like most of last year, I was unemployed. Mm. So I was like, wow, I feel like that was great training for this. Because <laughs> now I'm like, I'm good at, uh, I know how to be indoors and figure out uh, ways to um, still be quote unquote productive. But um, yeah. yeah, but I think, um, you know, it's been cool. Like what I've been doing before quarantine is um, a teaching artist for elementary school kids. And so obviously I can't do that right now, but there's right. been a number of online like homeschool organizations and a couple schools around Philly um, that have asked me to come do workshops uh, virtually, which uh-huh. has been a learning curve. But, <laughs> but uh, everyone's learning been- Zoom, like everyone's exactly. on the same, everyone, it, it feels isolating, but everyone's on that curve at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And it's so disorienting because we can't get together and talk about it, but we're all just like, okay. What, right, I guess what this is do what we, is. What do yeah. we do now? We learn, <laughs> we learn how internet works. Like the right. technologically impaired are struggling. I feel, right, exactly. I feel for them. I am them. I'm not technologically like advanced or anything. I, right. just, I just grew up in a time where we had the internet. Right. Exactly. I, grew up, I grew up in a time where it wasn't always a utility. Sometimes it was a luxury. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things going around a lot is that the internet is very much a, ne- a necessity like every exactly. it needs to be provided for everyone right exactly exactly and, and you mentioned philly we are uh we are remotely recording from two states mm-hmm. you're in pennsylvania i'm yes. down here in maryland still in my comfy couch uh how are things in philly have you looked outside uh yeah. <laughs> i went outside yesterday my mom right. and i went for a walk for a long it walk. is important um, to get out there right exactly i very much encourage it because the thing that's so funny about this period of time is everyone's like we can't go outside yeah, you, right and i'm like i know what you mean but you can we you can, can and we should <laughs> um, it, it's gonna be very good for your brain to go outside um the sun and- is shining it's not yeah. always warm out there right now, right, not right. Here, but the sun right. is shining and that's right. Well, we were on, there was a scare because someone in my family was working at a place where somebody was infected like weeks ago. Oh, so we were okay. technically on like official quarantine last quarantine. weekend mm-hmm. and, but it was stormy and gray all weekend. So we were like, this is fine. This, we weren't going to want to go out there anyway. And then when it was done, it was beautiful and sunny. And it was kind of like the sun was welcoming us back into the uh, outside world before we had to go right back inside. Yeah, she's like, get oh. out here. Stay six feet apart, but come on out here. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so let me ask, I mean, what, I mean, I know that you are stuck indoors a lot of the time. And when you're outside, it's for brief periods of time. But did anything manage to turn you gay this week? 
Even a little bit gayer? You know what? Every Something turns me a little bit gayer every day. Every that's day. That's every nice. day. I, um, I feel like a thing that's been turning me gayer this week is that um, so me and a friend organized a big cross-internet marathon of this show called Avatar The Last Airbender. I, I have heard much. of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the people who are watching for the most part are queer for the most part. And it's like born this very uh, bread, I guess is the word, this very beautiful, small little queer community of people who really love this show. Oh. And we like did a Zoom call after the marathon one night. And um, and I don't know, it just made me very happy and made me realize Did this that take like six that. hours? What'd you say? Did this marathon take like if six you, hours? If you I wanna mean... know the, so this is how the format works. Oh, please, yes, format. <laughs> so it's every, so we've been doing every night we do 10 episodes. So we do five episodes, take a break, and then five episodes to come back. So it's about like four-ish hours with a break in between every okay. night. Um, and it's been really actually pretty easy. It kind of breezes Good. through, um, especially Good. with that break. Um, it's like watching two two-hour movies every night, honestly. I um, mean, that's still shorter than The Irishman, so... There you go. Uh, <laughs> um, did anything make you anxious this week? <laughs> There's did so anything, much anything. Um, you know, like, I guess a very specific thing is that teaching on Google Hangout yeah. is harder than teaching on Zoom. Mm -hmm. um because or at least with the one this one group of kids that i teach not all of them have video not all of them have audio mm -hmm. so i'm teaching and i cannot tell how much they are or not enjoying the activities that we're doing which is usually like when i'm in classrooms is how i gauge what i do next is where i'm like okay no they're not that into it let me pivot um and i can't tell that over you can't read the room it's right you can't read the room right exactly and there was somebody who was monitoring this week who was going to figure out if they could pay me for doing this thing and so i was like i don't know if i'm doing a good job but i, <laughs> but I really hope i am um so that i was anxious about yesterday but i did get an email from them and they were quite they happy with are it. gonna pay so. you we don't know that yet, but we know that they liked it. So it's oh. so, so fingers crossed. Oh. So this is like a job interview? <laughs> almost, uh, almost. Like basically I'm doing this technically as a favor for a family friend oh, who okay. has a class full of fifth graders. Okay. And he's really enjoying it. And he's like, if you come back, I can try and see if the school can pay you. And so the school representative person who does funding and stuff came to watch to see what it was like good oh okay i just immediately the the my scales immediately in the back of my neck stood on end because artists are always like oh they, they're paying you an exposure <laughs> and you as a writer know that very well it's like mm, right you know right. exactly you told me what you've been gagging on this week in that last av yeah yes Yes, last the Avatar? Last no. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes. Thank you. I was going to go around saying The Last <laughs> Avatar and right. all of the nobody yep. that, I'm, that I'm around right yeah. now are going to hear me. <laughs> can't be doing that. All of that. the nobody. Um, but yes, I've been watching that. But another show that I've been watching, like, I guess technically it's within the week. Mm -hmm. um, I watched Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Oh, yeah, yeah, with Kerry Washington. and Kerry Washington, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but I've been into that show. And it takes a lot for me to like consistently watch a new TV show because mm -hmm. I've watched the same thing over and over again. Um, but I'm into it. I'm into it. It's very messy. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, that's what 
that's what everyone loved about Big Little Lies. And right. there's a lot of people conflating the two. And the only thing they have in common is Reese Witherspoon. Right. Reese Witherspoon. And she plays a very similar character. I Does think she? Is the other thing. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Big Little Lies, but most people who I've seen, who have talked to, have seen both of them. Like, she plays a similar. The only thing I've been hearing, uh, at least from gay comedian Twitter, which I've been leaning into a lot during this quarantine, is is that Reese Witherspoon acts with her eyebrows and Kerry Washington acts with her teeth. Yeah, <laughs> I was like this. I, I, her, people can't the, see the, me do what I'm doing, but I. Just, but you are, yeah, you are, Car- you are Kerry Washington right now. I honestly, right. you look just like <laughs> Kerry. I'm about to ask you to help me, you know, solve some scandals down here in mm-hmm. Washington. <laughs> we actually met down here in Washington D.C. at the Kennedy Center. I think I want you and Olivia Pope. Yes. Uh-huh. No, I did not need Olivia <laughs> like, Pope. You met her? Yes, yes. You and I did. You and I did. Right. Yep. Uh, working on a workshop of your play, Goodnight Tyler, before mm-hmm. it went down to Atlanta, uh, when we were discussing which movie, which scary movie to do, you brought this up because it figures very heavily into several scenes in your play. Yes. And that oh. movie, that wonderful motion picture, is Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah. The one, yeah. the only. I remember like the ad campaign for this film. And when, as soon as you brought it up, I was, I was brought back there remembering how the big draw was, you know, you've seen Scooby-Doo, you know what it's like, but this mm-hmm. time the monsters are real. real. And yeah. that's how they got me. I was like, oh, oh, this yep. is going to be some, some real shit. Like, Scooby-Doo I, is going through some real shit now. Yeah, I, like, viscerally remember hearing the, like, commercial man's voice going, this time the monsters are real. And the zombies coming up at it. Exactly. Like, can remember that moment in my living room being like, what? What do you mean? I mean, that oh. fucked me up because I wasn't, I was a very scaredy cat child. And I still loved Scooby-Doo because the main conceit, the, the main formula is always that the mask comes off at the end and right. you mm-hmm. see that it was old man Jenkins and the villain was always capitalism. Like it was always right. about, it was always about money. Right. No, but really, seriously. And real uh-huh. estate, real estate right. and money. Right, right, right. And then the idea that there would be no unmasking, that the mystery was going to deal with real ghosts, real ghouls was... Mm-hmm really scary and I was mm-hmm. like I don't know if I can I don't know if I can handle that I was right. really really waffling as a kid right right wait how much am I allowed to get into what happens yet are we are we I mean we? unless you want to talk about Tiger King we can totally move on to the movie because <laughs> that is on everyone's mind and it's on I have not this is the thing that's fun for me and this was same with like this Tyler Perry movie that came out a couple months ago where I haven't watched it, but watching everybody's reaction, reaction to watching it, I'm like, this is enough of a show for me. I'm like put, placing together what this show is based off of what I see people saying. What did and, uh, what uh, Tyler yeah. Perry movie came out recently? There was a, ty- I don't remember what the name of it was. Was it The was Funeral? Perry- I think so. Was it Medea's Funeral so. or something? It wasn't Medea's Funeral. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't a Medea film at all. But there okay. was a uh, film that came out with, Felicia Rashad was in it, and uh, Cicely Tyson was also in it. So we were like, this is going to be really good. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, apparently it was really not that. Um, oh. It, so uh, people were having a lot of funny things to say about the writing of, mm. this, uh, of this movie. And, um, and I just watched everybody's funny commentary on it. Oh, movie, oh my so. goodness. Uh, the comedian Larry Owens, who was in 
the musical A Strange Loop. I've been listening to a lot of uh, uh, my favorite and some new favorite show tunes, you know, to get by, as one does. (laughs) You need to play something while you cry, right? Mm-hmm. But A Strange Loop is wonderful. It has um, uh, an entire like seven minute sequence about how this this writer keeps being asked by his his family, like, why why don't you just write some Tyler Perry material? Why don't you help? Oh, yes. Tyler yes, Perry I know exactly material. what you're talking about. And yes. there's yes. there's just a beautiful song about it. Oh, <laughs> and, and Larry's performance on the cast album is truly, you can see him doing it. You don't even have to. You can just hear it and then you see it in your mind and it's an amazing, amazing performance. So would recommend if you need mm-hmm. more opinions on Tyler yes. Perry <laughs> in your life, some music, right. some funny gay musical opinions. Yep, 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 yep. No, I remember, I listened to that soundtrack once and when it came to that song, I was like, oh, we are talking about this. <laughs> we, we are talking about this, I see. Yes. So, uh, and when yes. all the, and on all the historical figures start showing up exactly. to yell at him, oh. Uh-huh. I love it. Uh, speaking of history, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, came out in the 90s. It's history. It's cinematic it, history. Yeah. The, well, Scooby-Doo originally came out, of course, you know, for the uninitiated. I'm not telling you anything new, but Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. uh, started in, in the 60s doing a deep dive, well, somewhat of a deep dive on <laughs> Scooby-Doo folklore and history. Thanks for giving me the excuse to do that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I learned some really interesting things. The original designer for Scooby-Doo, first-generation Japanese-American, Iweo Takamoto, who started learning illustrating when he was in an internment camp during World War II. Mm. That was when he first started drawing. And what really tickled me was when he started designing the character of Scooby-Doo, he spoke to an actual breeder of Great Danes. Um, wow. Oh. To, to figure out what a Great Dane should look like. Right. Mm-hmm. And then did the opposite. Ha! He, said, he said that he wanted Scooby-Doo to be kind of um, imperfect, kind of a mess. So he gave right. him a sloping back and a weird chin. And even brown with black spots is a very rare and undesirable, quote unquote, right. color for Great Danes, at least right. in... So Takamoto was like, I don't want Scooby-Doo to be a dog show winning type of dog. I want him to be a mystery solving. (laughs) (laughs) Down on the, pounding the pavement. Yes. (laughs) He's got work to do. He doesn't have time. This talking dog is a member of the proletariat. He's not, (laughs) Yes. he's not one of your elite. Right. Dog show, great chains and (laughs) eyes. That's great. That's um, great. That I did not know. That I did I, not know. Neither did I. It was fascinating. I, Scooby-Doo was, of course, in syndication in the 90s. They had done some straight uh, direct-to-TV films that did include supernatural elements, but this was the first time they made a really big deal out of the fact that it was real instead of mm-hmm. a fight over, over land ownership, right. as all right. the old episodes are. <laughs> right, right, right. Was this your favorite incarnation of Scooby-Doo? Because in the 90s, when it came, when Cartoon Network bought the rights to it, it came back Mm -hmm. in other forms, like a pup named Scooby-Doo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I 
I don't even know if I can pick a favorite. I loved all of it. I loved the original show. I loved Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. I loved the new Scooby-Doo movies. I loved, there was like, you know, there was- Right, exactly. A very divisive character. So controversial. Such controversial controversial over Scrappy-Doo. So much so that they basically worked that into the live action movie. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. That was Um, the whole plot. I loved the live action movies and I think I stopped around, there was a WB17 uh, show called What's New Scooby-Doo and I was really, really into it. Yes. Simple Plan sang the theme song. Yes. I think that was the last, after that show was over, that was when I was no longer. Well, you um, know Third Eye Blind did this one. Third Eye really? Blind did the theme song to uh, this film. Scooby-Doo. So wait, when the Down theme the song, I saw that. The theme song, are we talking about, because there are three or four songs that happen in this movie, and I'm oh, never yeah. sure which one, which is Oh the yeah, one. it's terror oh, time again. No, the- Yes! The, <laughs> yes, I was hoping! The original um, theme was sung by Third Eye Blind, the song okay. Terror Time, which- Okay. It's a bop. It is. Right, it's It great. is truly. <laughs> it's that great. Was, that was sung by a band called Skycicle. It's great. Very. I just rem- the reason why I remember that song so well is because that whole chase sequence. I was really into the chase sequences. The chase sequences I was in it for are the chase a sequences. must. And that chase sequences is like when the zombies are like there. Yes. Um, and I used to rewind it over and over and over again. It was mm-hmm. my favorite part of the movie. Um, so uh, yeah. And sing along, right? Cause and it's sing along. time again. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's a lullaby. It was my lullaby when I was every night before I go to sleep. (laughs) It was nice. It was a nice throwback to see that 90s animation. You know, the you know the Mm -hmm. type of you know the animaniacs Mm -hmm. type of animation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tiny Tunes. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That kind of no exactly that. Um, Exactly that. I mean the classic animation where where like Shaggy's walking along a, a cavern. Shaggy's little shaggy walk. His right. little shaggy <laughs> right. walk with everyone right. going in a different direction. Exactly. And, <laughs> and then in the backdrop is just a drawn cave paint, like a cave. Yep. I also liked that they started with a montage because who doesn't mm-hmm. love a montage? Uh, especially love a montage. Scooby-Doo. It's incredibly necessary. It's part of the mm-hmm. formula where they were just solving mystery after mystery going, this right. is what you're used to. Right. Now let's change the formula. Right, exactly. I mean, the thing that I think is brilliant, <laughs> just brilliant about brilliant. this movie Will is Will that, Will. like, you know, I remember when all the commercials, it's called Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island, and all the commercials, like, the monsters are real, and they show all the zombies. And then the thing that's actually truly terrifying about this movie is not that. It's the cat creatures. It's the fucking cat. You realize, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> Uh, what is this? When they brought um, in cats and the cat god and cat worship, I was like, oh. We are at something else here. They're right. like, they like, they were like, what's the antithesis to Scooby-Doo? A supernatural cat monster. Right, exactly. Uh, you know what? You can even say that this was about property ownership because they were like, this is our island. This yeah. is our island. This yeah. is a cat island. People, if you come here, we're going to kill you, turn you into zombies, but this is our island. This is a cat's only event. <laughs> right. Scooby-Doo on cat island. That's what it should be that called. That should be called. That would be, <laughs> what they, what that would be wild. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, uh, but they did. Yes, they did want to pull the rug out from under us. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, for those of you listening at home, all five of you or whoever, whoever listens to this, <laughs> um, Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo and the gang have, have taken a break. They've, they've Mystery Incorporated dissolved and 
uh, Daphne now has a wonderful television sh talk show yes. that is yes. produced, <laughs> that yes. is produced coast by... to coast with Daphne Blake. <laughs> right, coast to coast <laughs> with Daphne Blake. Why? Coast. Oh, whatever. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I would. Then, I would then... try. Fred produced it. If I were him, I'd be trying to um, do something alliterative, like door to door with Daphne, or right, right. Well, then it's like it's also when we learn that they have last names. We're like, oh, oh yeah, Fred whenever Jones, you're like Daphne Fred Blake. Jones, that's right. Oh, we have last names now. Okay, yeah. Velma okay. Kelly, Velma Dinkling. Velma oh yes, Dinkling. Velma Dinkling and Shaggy Rogers. Rogers and yes. Scoobert. Scoobert, Scooby Doo. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. I love that his name is Scoobert. Yes. Um, Me too. I don't love the talk show host at the beginning who's talking to Daphne. Mm -hmm. she's, a, mm -hmm. she's interesting. Right, right. Um, then she said, yep, I remember. She says, it's more like a ghost to ghost with Daphne Blake. And we're like, hey, Broner. chill out. All right. <laughs> chill out over there. <laughs> All right, Wendy. <laughs> oh, um, but... But Daphne wants to find real ghosts, so she gets mm -hmm. the gang back together. Or Fred surprises her by getting the gang back together. I love mm -hmm. that Daphne owns a, a mystery bookshop. Yep. Very on brand. Yep. Yep. I and also have to say very quickly. Oh, you're talking about Velma has the, yes. the bookshop? Yep. Yes. Whenever I think about this movie and when they get back together is when they do the five-way high five. I don't know if you remember that. It's like five of their hands and they all high five at the same time. And it's just, it's... You've thought about that for years. I've thought about that for years. for years. For years. And I've always wanted to try it and see if like, it's... How, how do they, how, how do five hands come together? Come together and make the clap sound. Does not work. Right. That is I, the biggest mystery of... Scooby-Doo truly, truly, that one is, yeah. that one will always, well, the biggest mystery is why all these supernatural or supposedly supernatural things are happening and no one ever comments on the fact that the dog can speak and pick things up. <laughs> right, exactly. Not always, normal. always jumps in logic with right. the way both physics and right. animals work in, right. the, in these. Right, there is a very interesting, like, just very quick, like, Scooby-Doo in the early stuff, like he barely talks. Like he can say things and it's like very much in a Scooby accent. And you yes. can't totally tell what's going on. Not always understood. And then yeah. as the show goes, not at Zombie Island, but as the show like went on, he started making full sentences. Mm -hmm. And, you know. And standing up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Rolling down like windows Pokemon. and things. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You can do so much. I love that. Digivolves. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen this in a while. Oh, I love that Digivolves. Um, <laughs> I hadn't seen this in a while, and when I got and when I saw that Scooby and Shaggy were airport security, I was like, "Did they make Scooby a drug sniffing dog?" Of course they didn't. He's out there sniffing for artisanal cheese. Yep. Yep. And like food yep. contraband, but also right. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. The insinuation is great. That Scooby's out there like looking for cocaine. Like. Right. <laughs> I was like, are they going to open a suitcase and just, and Scooby's just going to be like, Rarowin. Right. <laughs> basically. You're Rarowin. They're like, this is also what we're talking about in this Yes. Film. We're going to talk about some really important some real, things. They wanted to reboot it in the 90s, a la like the Brady Bunch movie. Mm. They wanted to reboot it as like a PG-13 type thriller. Right. right. They were throwing around all these ideas. There were rumors that they were throwing around a secret relationship between Velma and Daphne. <laughs> Well, reading that just made me sing out loud. Whoa, yeah. I mean, what I know about the live action movie is that it was originally supposed to be more adult. 
which mm. you can kind of tell when you're watching it. Sarah Michelle McGellar um, is definitely trying to be in a <laughs> movie <laughs> for for the Buffy crowd. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Like that. She knows what like, she's in, yeah. Right, Fred and Velma were supposed to happen, but they were like, and like Shaggy was supposed to be like a pothead. Oh, yeah. Um, and they like dialed it back, but you can still kind of see it. You're like, I didn't see what you guys are doing. You're being a little sneaky. What, what do you think of Shaggy and Scooby's appropriation by stoners as like the the most famous stoner <laughs> and his stone dog? Do they think that Scooby's a stoner too or just Shaggy? I think the, I can't tell because the whole thing is that they're supposed to have, or it's not the whole thing, but what people believe is that <laughs> right. they just have the munchies. Munchies all the, all time. the time. And like, which is not abnormal for a dog. That's not weird for a dog. Dogs eat everything <laughs> right dogs eat everything so i'm like have you ever put food in front of a dog that just goes no no Those you have not <laughs> no i don't need that i don't need, <laughs> i don't need that i'm full yeah um, but um but yeah so i feel like it has to just be shaggy but like also if scooby's around shaggy all the time contact high man. it's true like, it's true like, in the back of that van i mean there's not much space that much van space. is being that van hot, is a hot box exactly 24 7 right Right. That van is an office. Yeah. <laughs> yes, essentially. Mystery Incorporated. Right. That is the, the address, their van. Is that where they right. run their business out of? I think, they, I think they must have. In one of the movies, they have like a clubhouse. Um, oh. You know, I think it depends on which, uh, which, which uh, incarnation of this uh, series that you're watching. Because I know in one of them, they have a clubhouse. <laughs> so I would, yeah, I would love to see that clubhouse when they want to see real ghosts though mm -hmm. they go down to louisiana louisiana yep when it comes to folklore i mean there isn't much a much better place to go than so much history there than yes. you know yep. uh new orleans eves bayou that type of thing exactly mm -hmm. and that montage in the beginning shows them going down and in, into louisiana and they just can't find a real ghost they just keep right um, mm -hmm. I, I totally lost the thread, so I might edit this part out. But. Oh, yeah, no, so good. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think of the location of New Orleans as the plot for like where That's they the find real, it. real horror? I, you know, what's so funny is I never really thought about it that way. Um, that's so true. That's so true. Like I think I've been to New Orleans a couple of times, but I was like not the last time I was there was seventeen years old. Oh. Um, so there was a lot culturally that I like feel like I missed. Mm -hmm. um and i was there for a specific reason so i think um but i don't know it's just a place that's uh very historically rich in general mm -hmm. um but when it comes to voodoo and um i don't know a number of religions that like acknowledge ghosts more or less <laughs> um and acknowledge ancestors and yeah. um and all that like i think it's such a smart place to put that um in terms of a um I don't know, in terms of like, where do you go? And I think, you know, if it was like made now, I feel like there would be more um, in terms of that. Um, I feel like they'd still go to New Orleans. If they don't like, if they don't leave the country, they would still mm -hmm. probably go to right. New Orleans. Exactly, no, I think, yeah, what I mean by that is if they went to New Orleans now, I'm sure that there would be a little bit more like historical accuracy oh, yeah, to yeah. everything. They, yeah, they, yeah, leave, yeah. they leave that city pretty quickly. They exactly. learn that there are real ghosts, a exactly. pirate ghost because, mm -hmm. Morgan Moonscar, yes. I love that name. Yes. Morgan, Morgan McMichael's Moonscar. <laughs> the Dread Pirate. 
and lip sync assassin. Um, right. <laughs> you know, they were all those pirates were lip sync assassins. Yeah. Uh, why else were they all together? Before we get more into plot, I would love to know more about why Scooby Doo Zombie Island became such a an important piece in your writing in the creation of Goodnight Tyler, which is available for purchase. It's published. Right, right? it is. It is yes. it's published with Samuel oh. French slash Concord. Yes. Concord gets it switched its ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on that. Buy it, please. <laughs> um, um, so what yeah. about, yeah, what about this film? Mm-hmm. Well, I think there is a, I have a friend who is still like legitimately terrified of that movie. Like not in a joking way at all, like will not watch it probably ever again. Um, so when I was writing, um, so basically in the play, for people who have not read it or seen it, which is a lot of people, um, <laughs> in the play, there are two characters who are watching the movie and are terrified. Um, yes, and, this um, time. And both, the monsters are the real. The monsters exactly. are real in a world. Right, exactly. And they're both, um, you know, grown men, which is why it's fun. Like, <laughs> it's a fun scene. It's, it's a, fun a very scene, fun right, scene. Exactly. And I think like I was- Two grown straight men. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So it's kind of poking poking fun at my friend with that. (laughs) Um, But it's also just, um, I also knew that a lot of us who who grew up around that time would recognize exactly what that is and recognize exactly why they are responding the way that they are. Yes. Um, You know, that's the fun part is it's a moment where like, you know, the moments where I got to watch it with an audience always hearing either the gasp or the I remember that and oh my god that recognition just like like made it just made that moment and it's funny the director Kent Gash who like was not in the same age around us when it came Mm -hmm. out also knows this movie very well it also understands what it is so I think um I don't know Kent understands so many things so many things so many things exactly (laughs) right and so um I don't know it is very it was also very cool to see that like this movie man somehow manages to be multi-generational yes not just the 90s <laughs> somehow uh, not just the 90s scene right oh exactly. wow well right. it's also kent loves to call back loves a historical callback yes 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 yes, yes. i don't want to say especially if that history is uncomfortable or or painful but That's often painful. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, yeah. As soon as you get to the island and you meet the you meet Simone, uh, the mm-hmm. proprietor of the inn, and she starts right. talking about her plantation, I'm like, ah, a plantation. Right. A I plantation. don't know why it didn't occur to me that we were going to end up immediately on a you know plantation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't occur. Yeah. Where where else where else would southern ghosts hang out? Right, right, right. I also love that their plantation is a spicy pepper plantation, as yep. if as if any white woman ever that's the, right cracked the secret to not, spicy food. That did not occur to me. That did not occur to me at all. Mm. Um, Especially a woman you who are loves teaching cats. things about this movie. That's very cool. Oh, I'm learning. I'm learning about this movie that I thought I knew everything about. I just love um, that it's. I a didn't actually think that, but I just watched it a lot. I I remember being very very scared of the zombies. They are designed pretty, pretty spooktastically. Their heads come off. Yeah, there is a full-on decapitation. Right, right. That is that is happening in front of children. Yep, yep and yep. a dog named Scooby yep. Doo. And a dog. <laughs> and it, like they, I, you know, can you imagine seeing a decapitated head that isn't a a, a saggy mask that comes off of a old dude? I can't. I can't imagine that. 
you know the way the way that as soon as the mask would come or the the uh-huh. head would come off of the monster and then it would like deflate like a balloon right exactly like exactly and that's what they expect that's what they expect to happen they're just pulling on this head thinking a mask is going to come off and then they pull a head off they just pull that head straight a zombie's body off you oh. know, a lip sync assassin's body now how <laughs> is he going to lip sync exactly he still has lips true he just has no body he just has no body (laughs) so he'll just he better coco montrese have those lyrics on lock right he better take the mask off right so you can see those zombie lips singing along to ariana grande beautiful beautiful um but yeah the zombies aren't the scary part the scary part is this white lady who thinks she invented creole spice um (laughs) She's secretly an immortal cat monster? Yep, 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 yep. Who yep. who literally sucks people's souls yep. out and kills them. She she is yep. a she is a serial killer. Mm-hmm. 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 Essentially, yeah. Everyone was everyone would always joke about like what if uh, Scooby Doo and the gang actually had to solve a real murder or a real CSI mystery. And I always say 1998 Scooby Doo <laughs> on Zombie Island directed by Jim right. Sims. Uh, a lot of people directed this. It was a cartoon. Right. Cartoons are always directed by like five people. Five people, right. This film was directed in Japan and America. Like the animation sequences, some of them were were made in literally made in Japan. I see. I see. And I thought maybe as someone who loved anime, you'd like to hear that. Yeah. No, no, no. That's really, really, really cool. Um, that's very cool. I could say more about, um, not about Scooby-Doo and that, oh. but just like the number of things that are um, animated in either Japan or Korea or yeah. that we like don't know about and think is super American. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I don't remember how old I was when I realized that most of the fight sequences in Power Rangers are just repurposed footage from mm-hmm. something filmed in Japan. That production must have been so cheap. Like, no wonder they right. made so much money. Right. All they did was, all they did was repurpose half of the old episode and just add Americans. Add something. <laughs> like weird. every time they would put on their, every time they would put on their Power Rangers uniforms, and the scene would cut, it would be. Oh, not they're then. in Tokyo. What? what? Right. Why right. They're right. to Tokyo. Right. Tokyo's the battleground uh, for them. They're like, let's take this to Tokyo. Did you notice anything new this time around? I mean, it, it was what your hundred and fifth, hundred and sixth time watching. Many, many, many times. Um. Well, you know what's funny is that me and my friend really a couple months ago, before it was on Netflix, mm-hmm. really wanted to watch it, and we looked all over the internet and could really? not find it for free. Couldn't find it for free at the time oh. um, because there is this new shiny movie called Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island that <gasps> just came out. It's like a straight to streaming. Straight to streaming. Straight yeah. to streaming. They don't, they don't <laughs> make physical things. <laughs> they, don't do, they, they don't do straight to they don't make anymore. Objects are over. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just data. Right. Exactly. Um, and I remember being like, should we watch this? I don't want to watch this. And we never, ever, ever, ever watched it. Um, so I don't think I noticed anything new. I think like as an adult, what, this is the thing that happens to me with a lot of old cartoons that I used to love or still love is that, you know, we get older, but they don't. Mm, <laughs> um, yeah. and so watching it, I was like, oh, you're children. You are children. This is teenagers. happening to children. Exactly. Teenagers. Right. Where are um, their parents? Exa- 
Right, which is exactly how I'm feeling watching Avatar this week, where I'm like, leave the babies alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, you do a, feel you do feel protective. Exactly, exactly. Especially as somebody who works with young people, um, I'm always like, you know, keep them, keep them safe, keep them. Keep Sorry, Mike. You have a dog, or yep. you have a. Hey, Ada. I'm, I'm Ada. Not. Heard we were talking about Scooby Doo. We're like, oh. Ada, you come here. You come talking here, about doggy. Your Turn parents your are giving birth right now. That's why you're here. <laughs> Come here. I see. Oh, here she is, the stupid Wait, is monster. Wait, really giving birth right now? Yeah, yeah. I've had her for the week because uh, they're they went into the hospital to or induce labor. Oh, like human parents. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Her owners. <laughs> I see. I thought you were talking about like her dog mom, and I'm like, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, um, uh, let I can uh, I can segue back in by saying that the character Simone I did not know this mm-hmm. was voiced by Adrian Barbeau, a scream queen. Oh. Adrian Barbeau oh. is from Swamp Thing, Creep Show, mm-hmm. uh, Escape from New York. She's been in a lot of John John Carpenter, Wes Craven mm-hmm. films, and Romero films, and is just. A famous, famous scream queen. So I love that they went to to a, to a right. veteran, a pro, and we're like, that's we so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, so she's well known to the the horror queers. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of horror queers, something else I noticed this time that uh, mm-hmm. I did not do not remember noticing was how hot Bo the gardener was. Ah, yep. He had yep. that. He had that yep. tank top on, and I'm like, yep. No, stop yep. it, Joshua. Cartoon. <laughs> cartoons he's just drawn that way you need to stop right it. right exactly exactly and then there was human. that whole there was just this tension between Daphne and Bo and um I love that they well Velma and Bo it was Velma and Bo wasn't Daphne and Bo yeah Daphne and Fred were still having their they were having their thing the tension right. between D- Daphne and Fred I mean somebody's written a paper on that I'm sure right right there's so much that you could say about Daphne and uh Daphne and Fred. Daphne, honestly, Daphne, Velma, uh, the thruple. Fred, like it feels like some. There's a love triangle going on. Yeah. I don't know in which Maybe direction, they, but, it's, <laughs> but it's happening. Maybe they threw Bo in there to to throw us off the trail. Spice it up. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, the Daphne and Fred thing. I mean, like sometimes it's Daphne who's like, I hate using this term, but like friend zoning Fred. Sometimes it's mm. Fred friend zoning Daphne. He's like too mm. busy. He's like, I, I can't. Do romance right now. I gotta I build do. this trap. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, what about the trap that's leading to my heart? Right, like, right. And then he makes her. He, he always makes her trap. He always makes her the bait. He makes her the bait. I do not right. know why she keeps running back to him. Right. I mean, Go. I guess he's a good producer. <laughs> right. <laughs> good Must content. Be that. Must good. be that. Good content. Um. Yeah, but when Velma was suspended. Velma was suspicious of Bo the gardener yes, and she yes. like what I've always loved about Velma is she is not afraid to speak her mind she's smart right. she's bookish and she knows what she knows and she's and she'll go off if you if question her to. right yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly don't let the turtleneck fool you <laughs> I used to be like oh, I relate to Shaggy all he likes to have fun and he's always mm-hmm. eating and that's like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's me right uh the nerdier and the older I get I'm I'm more like oh I'm Velma Right. I'm Thelma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No word. I mean, growing up, I had friends where we would play, we would play Scooby-Doo. Everybody had oh, a character. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 
Um, and I was always shaggy because uh, the white boy in our group got to be Brad every single time. Um, who, and, and I love this kid very, very much. Um, but that was always true. So I've always felt connected to Shaggy because I played his role. Yes. For many years. You stepped <laughs> into the years. shoes. You and, <laughs> you and Casey Kasem. Yep. 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 There was a, um, the guy, is it Matthew Lillard? I think. Matthew Lillard. Who played Lillard. Lillard. Yeah. Um, who played him in the live action movie. There was an interview with him where he's like, you know, I kind of dissociate when, uh, when I'm playing Shaggy. His spirit just takes me over and then it's over and I don't remember anything. And I'm like, I'm sure you're joking. Is that but maybe the, you're not. Is that the maybe source of not. that Shaggy meme? Probably. There's, Wait, what Shaggy meme? There's just a, a very strange meme on the internet that seems to be taken from interviews from the live action movie where they just all talk about how powerful the yep. character or the entity yep. known as Shaggy is. Yep. Yep. They all yep. fear Shaggy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Respect Shaggy and they yes. pray yes. to Shaggy. Like, yes. I'm yes. like, I do not know what this came. So that explains it that Matthew mm-hmm. Lillard took a very mystical approach to right. the, the entity right. known as Shaggy while he had to talk to a floating tennis ball that would later yeah. <laughs> become a great right. Dane. Exactly. Exactly. And that was wild because Scooby-Doo did look like a Great Dane in those yes. movies. Like not perfectly, but like he did. Yeah, um, Scooby-Doo walked so the Lion King could call itself a live-action movie. <laughs> and quote exactly. unquote, fly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and it, it, despite all, the, despite the nostalgia and despite the the feeling you have when watching this, that this has not aged, but you have. Mm-hmm. They'll still get you in certain moments. I I audibly gasped when she lost all of her footage of the zombies. I'm like, Daphne, yeah. how are you going to prove it? <laughs> no it one will says. believe you. This is also a movie that taught me what quicksand was. I didn't know about quicksand until this movie, where this I was like, well, that sounds me. dangerous. <laughs> that sounds real dangerous, everybody. So, yes. It teaches yes. you a little bit about voodoo. There's mm-hmm. there's some voodoo elements, of course, because they have to incorporate that in New Orleans. And right. of course, it's the they are Cajun. They all speak with with the Cajun right. accent, right. but that's right. still white. Right. Yeah. 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 They just um, look less white next to Fred Jones. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think like that's what I mean about like historical accuracy when it comes to voodoo, because like it often gets this representation of being um, scary and being mm-hmm. all about ghouls and ghosts and all that stuff. And that's not what it actually is. And it's I about think, a connection like, to the spirit right. world. Exactly, exactly. And like, you know, and I don't even know that much about it, but that is something that I do know. Um, that it's not inherently like scary. Exactly, or exactly, exactly. Right. And I think that's one thing in this movie where they do kind of lean into like yeah, lean the, into the, the only, a scary thing. Right. The only right. element that they use, the only element is of course the most uh, commonly misrepresented and the most commonly used, which is the right. dolls. Right. Exactly. And, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. they're just used to throw people against walls. <laughs> Which, right, and and then the part that used to really mess me up, like, really mess me up, because the thing is that there's all these scary things happening, yes. but then, like, when you see bad things happening to these characters who you love, you're like, I'm like, I draw the line. I draw mean, the line here. You mean the melting? Yes, the melting. When, they, when, the, when the dolls are next to the fire and they start melting, and then Fred, Daphne, and Bo just start... Decaying. literally melting before your eyes right. that's that it was very very, very scary, scary. Yep, yep, yep. the way that i like i was a kid 
who I was scared. I was scared. I was afraid of scary movies, but I also always wanted to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. So I would be like either behind the couch peeking in or just a little outside of the room peeking in. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment that made me leave the room and had to turn around and be like, so what's happening? Because I can't be in the room for this. Oh, wow. I, I cannot be in this space with this uh, harm that is happening to me as a viewer. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I must remove myself from this narrative, <laughs> one which right. I... Never wished to be a part of. <laughs> I think that moment for me was probably Jacques' tra- transformation into like yes. a big old thundercat. <laughs> me and my sister used to laugh because we were like, you know, when it comes to Simone and I never remember the other person. Lena. Lena, thank you. Lena. Um, Simone and Lena, when their, their transformation was like gradual, gradual. And they were like, haha, we're going to lure you in here. Yes. Jock is just like, hey, I'm here. I'm a cat now. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're like. <laughs> and I will fuck yeah. you up. Right. It's immediate. He does not wait. Um, Also, when the pirates, this movie goes to some dark places when Simone explains that all of the other settlers, Mm -hmm. um, quote unquote, future plantation owners, um, were on the island and the pirates made them walk into the bayou. Yeah. And then you saw alligators, you saw the the crocs come. And it yep. cuts away right before, but it it does right. not it does, does not, not shy look away good. From that. It does not. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing that I love about cartoons. Normally, like if like a plane gets blown up, you see the little pilots like falling down with their parachutes. It's like, okay, don't worry, they didn't die. Right. We're gonna show you something violent, but they did not die over and over. That is a scene where they're like, so they they died. So they died. They died. Yeah. So they. <laughs> So they died. So they died. Yeah. 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 Moving on. Anyway. Uh, there was a massacre and uh, <laughs> and they didn't get away with it and, because of those uh, meddling kids. Right. And now back to Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Back In... to the cat god. Exactly. I I mean, of course, they, they didn't waste too much time trying to explain what that mm-hmm. mythology was, but it was a completely made up mythology right i don't know anything i think about... so i'm assuming so I'm assuming when you never when like you... read about it but when you researched the film during your playwriting <laughs> <laughs> when you went to the when you went to the archives i had to <laughs> uh got the original microfilm yeah the the cat gods were confusing but you're right those those elements where you're like it's the people that you thought you could trust right and the zombies right. were just trying to warn you. They were just misunderstood. They were right. scary, and they were real zombies. That's another p- right. part where they were like, "These people are dead. They, they're dead. They died." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, it is nice that they give they give those spirits some closure. They don't just you know get rid of the cat gods, uh, the, right. the cat monsters. They also right. say the zombies are now at rest. Right. Exactly. But who's exactly. burying all those bones? Moonstar is just kind of like he's just thank you because Moonstar is like thank you he comes out ghost form is like thank you yeah okay yeah, yeah. well yeah. are we supposed to forgive him for that massacre <laughs> well that's yeah that's the uh, that's the thing is that they really just try and uh, shift that for you for a second be like even though they had all those people eaten by all those alligators yeah you should feel bad for them just because he cared more about money than people's lives right doesn't, doesn't mean. mean- 
that he deserved to get his soul sucked out of his body by some cat <laughs> monsters and be forced to live his life as a desiccated, shuffling corpse of a pirate. Exactly. And that's the real lesson. That, that's that is the real, real lesson. lesson. Exactly. It's Which, like, no matter how bad it gets, kids, never suck a person's soul and turn them into a zombie. Never do that. That's, 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 that's the lesson. Yeah. And if you do pray to a cat god, like, that's totally between you and your cat god. Right. <laughs> exactly it's above we're not here to judge we're not here to judge but just you know use your use use the cat god wisely use him for good or her or them right or them yes whoever it is the the genderless cat god yes Yes, yes, yes. uh is there anything else that we didn't hit yeah well i think like you know the way that like me and my friend hat who loves the original scooby-doo show and doesn't love anything after it (laughs) Um, you know, talk about this movie and cons. She, uh, you met her, Monty. The <gasps> yes, um, Monty. you know Monty. I um, do. Monty is the dramaturg that I partner with. Um, a wonderful dramaturg, yes. researcher, partner. Yes. yes, exactly. Um, and so she's no different with Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you talk about it in a B- in like a BC AD era where BC is before Zombie Island? Exactly. <laughs> AD is after. <laughs> before zombies, after zombies. Um. Yeah, um, but you know, her whole whole thing about it is that, you know, she always felt like the original was like commentary on the fact that like the people we're most scared of are always, you know, usually white men who are trying to make money. Industrialists. Right, exactly. And that movie kind of shifted it to being a like, what's like high stakes, scary Mm -hmm. um, kind of thing. Still elements of colonialism work. Exactly. Right. 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 And that's why I was about to say this conversation, right. It's like in this conversation, I'm like, oh yeah, they were still kind of doing. Yeah. They were still still on a plantation. Exactly. But the last thing I wanted to say is that like, there was a very short series of movies, Witches, Ghost, Alien Vaders that were all like around this time. And after this? Yes. After this. Yeah. Yeah. And like some, some straight to DVDs exactly exactly um and they were all around this period of time and that was when scooby when anybody would call him a dog he'd go frog wait (laughs) which like wasn't a thing after it but i'm like that is scooby's existential exactly where he does identity right and like and yet still chases cats right right he just doesn't like cats like i'm not a dog just cats are fucking annoying (laughs) i'm sure uh, when they were i'm sure when they were uh pitching the script they were just like back and forth like what what can what's scooby-doo's biggest fear i mean cats should we start there dogs don't like cats <laughs> and thankfully it grew into something way weirder than that but i feel like they they went with okay really did there will be there thing. will be cats there's right. conflict. conflict right maybe right they there. were like there have never been cats in scooby-doo so let's think scooby-doo on zombie island is the first um honestly was the original live action cats did those That's cats have buttholes i don't remember seeing their buttholes <laughs> I don't Honestly, I don't remember thinking as intently about cat buttholes as I have this whole year. As you, when you watch that movie, I haven't actually seen that movie. I haven't either. I just keep yeah. hearing about the buttholes and I'm like, what right. is happening? Right. That's another example of a movie where I'm like watching people's reaction to it was enough. Is, yes. That's the, real, like, that's the yes. real movie. Yes, yes, yes. I think that, well, they were originally going to release a new Scooby-Doo movie this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to come yes. out into theaters mm-hmm. in May. Mm-hmm. And I looked into that. The voice cast is wild. Zach Efron is Fred. Gina Rodriguez is Velma uh, from Jane the Virgin. Um, wow. Yeah. 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 High school uh-huh. musical Zach Efron is 
Fred. Shaggy oh, is. Oh no, I forget who Shaggy is. Zac Efron is a you know in him in himself. I'm always like Zac Efron, humble yourself because he really does not want to be associated with High School Musical. And I'm like, bruh, doing a Scooby-Doo movie does not help with that. <laughs> um, so well, they, humble yourself. They uh, postponed it indefinitely. The movie yeah. was going to be called Scoob! Exclamation yep. point. Yep, I saw a preview for it. And um, that's an example. I saw a preview of it in theaters and he was making full sentences. And I'm like, oh, Scooby just talks, talks oh, this is an Oh, this is an AZ production. Yeah, this is an AZ zombie. production. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we wrap things up, how can people find you? Where can they find your work? Where can um, you can find me. The best place to find me right now is on Instagram because uh, I don't have a website yet. That is the next project, the next quarantine project. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's tribe. One word, water tribe. Water tribe. And um, yeah, and I'm there. And most stuff that I post about um, what's going on with me, I post on my story and excellent, on my excellent. post. So yeah, that's the best place to follow me. Awesome. And and, per, and you can find Goodnight Tyler on on Samuel French's slash Concord's website because I'm not sure if they've <laughs> officially changed their name. I just know that they are. I will put um, it in the show notes when I find it. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can also. I'll just send it to you. I'll just of course. It um but yeah you can find it there and um and yeah and stay tuned because hopefully more things will happen hopefully uh, who knows what after this is gonna I, look like but, i can yeah. only hope because i am a huge fan of your work i think Thank it's you. important i think it's wonderful not just because of the deep dives into scooby-doo mythology mm -hmm. that it does but also because right. you know the real shit that's in there right right the other stuff the police uh, if you're <laughs> expecting goodnight tyler to be about scooby-doo it, it is not we should probably warn you now right exactly <laughs> it's about um yeah there's other things there's, there's other things, things. That's, that's what i'll say that's what i'll say no spoilers, you'll read the description and yes you'll know. yes you will know <laughs> uh i kind of want to just say until the next terror time ah well you said it i did <laughs> i did said it i should have sung it because because I, I i need to give skysicle the royalties yeah yeah you do they're probably gonna call and like they need it i mean and sue you now third eye blind is fine they're doing fine right, right. <laughs> haven't heard from them since terror time so i right. hope they're doing well right exactly exactly and I wonder how Bo the Gardener's doing, too. <laughs> you have to wonder. You have to wonder. Like, did he stay on the island? Does is he stay he on the, the island in the is end? He the yeah. new owner? Of he the new oh, owner? big spoiler at the end. He turns out to be a, a private detective. Yes. The. The. He's. he's the. So he's fine. He's a cop. He's, he's fine. He's a, I mean, like, he's a cop, so, like, bleh. But, like, also, he's fine. He's doing fine. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me on Moonscar Island. Yeah, thank you I for having me. I hope you're having a good quarantine. Yep, I'm, as I'm good by. as can be. Yeah, it's rough by. out there, but everyone's in the same boat, and we're figuring out interesting ways to stay connected and stay exactly. together. Exactly, exactly. And that's talk what about Tiger about. King. And right, right. Um, yeah, no. The big thing that I've been saying is that we cannot control very much right now. So control the, the something that you can control is checking in on your people and yeah. trying to stay connected as much as you can. So yeah. do that, everybody. And I will continue to do that as well. 
I'm so happy that despite being in different states, we were able to use this un- these unfortunate circumstances as an yes. excuse to get you on the podcast mm-hmm. and 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 do that thing that you just said, where we where we see people we haven't seen in a while. Exactly. So exactly. I'm so glad you came on, and thank you so much, BJ Tyndall, for being here. Um, you can find me. I should probably end with that stuff right um you can find me on twitter and instagram at joshua simon says you can also go to my patreon the gag a spoop cast where i talk about um creating a spoopy podcast and kind of leaned into that word spoop cast and now it's i love it i love great. it it's an interesting you word should. but now it's yeah you know, did you did you coin it i i feel like i did i wanted to <laughs> I didn't want to just say when you can't tell you're like somebody else must have come up with this but but like but it came from your head yeah it doesn't feel well it feels stupid enough to be original that's how it feels to me right it's I like I like to try to be stupid enough to be original yep (laughs) one can do that that's perfect and if you like this episode or even if you hate it Rate it five stars anyway, and, uh, <laughs> and like and subscribe and all that social media nonsense that I still have to figure out. Yes. And until next time, you monsters, bye. bye. bye.